How you doing, people? This is Edgar otra vez, and welcome to another episode of the Flow Row Podcast. Now, today on the show, my co-hosts are Cousin Primo and not my cousin Dan, and the topic of discussion for today is Chicagoland hauntings. Now, if you're new to the show and you're interested in learning more about us, head on over to our website, theflowrollpodcast.com. There, you'll find a complete catalog of all our episodes, along with a store where you can find wall art, a cup, t-shirts, what have you. Just so you know, there's plenty of hauntings here in Chicagoland. Um, some of my favorites are the uh, Death Alley, the Whole House, Resurrection Mary, and the Eastland River Disaster on the Chicago River. We go through all those hauntings, but we also talk about some personal ghosts uh, that we uh, encountered growing up. Anyway, I hope you dig this episode. Now on with the show. All right. So, welcome to another episode of the Floral Podcast. This is Edgar Otra Vez. Otra Vez. Otra Vez con esos mamones. Mm. <laughs> And Get it right, bro. It's cabrones. Okay. cabrones, cabrones I was going to say it. And you got it for me. God damn it. Excuse you, you lose, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, and today on the show, I have Cousin Primo. Primo. What's up, brothers? What's up? And not my cousin, Dan. What's up, Dan? Dobranos, cabrones. What's there you up? go. You there finally you got go. it right. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it only took 70 episodes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, give or take a few. Give, yeah. Uh, so um, <laughs> today's topic of discussion is uh, basically our favorite haunted places in Chicago or in Illinois. Um, so uh, why don't we go ahead and get started? We go right into this. Um, who wants to go first? Dan, you go first because then you start take, saying that we took it away from you. So oh, go oh, for shit. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go first, and uh, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, the Clark Street Bridge over the river. Oh, uh, nice one. Where it was the site uh, in 1915. It's the site of the Eastland disaster, which kind of is lost to time a little bit. It seems like. But it's a big deal. The Eastland was like a a day trip boat. It was for kind of sightseeing cruises going out on the lake. And the Western Electric Company decided they were going to take all of their employees out for this pleasure cruise as a reward. And so they loaded this boat up. And I mean, they, they overloaded. They put way too many people on the boat. Right. And in the Chicago River, this massive sightseeing booth, they, I think they, pro they put like 2,400 people on this boat, and that's just way too many. It was, there were enough people on the boat that the boat actually flipped over in the river, and 844 people died. That's crazy. 844 people died. And what's worth noting about that aside from how horrible it was you know 844 people that's more people than died on the titanic that's the mm. the worst ship disaster that has ever happened anywhere on the great lakes and it happened 
in the Chicago River. Right. Not only did it happen in the Chicago River, but according to what I'm seeing here, it happened in between Clark and LaSalle. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep, that's where you the sure ship did? was moored. And it, it was it was moored up like right, right by because that's, you know, it, that well, that should kind of fill you in on how big the ship actually was because mm-hmm. it was long enough to basically reach all the way from Clark, the Clark Street Bridge to the LaSalle Street Bridge. And so that site, the, the Clark Street Bridge and a lot of the buildings that are still there around there, because when when suddenly you're you're pulling 844 bodies out of the river, well, they set up shop as as sort of morgues. Oh yeah! Wow! All over the place. All over all the over. lake, like the lake property, they yeah. were turned into makeshift morgues. Yep, all along the river there, all those buildings were turned into morgues, and so about this all my life that. You know, people are always seeing ghosts or hearing, you know, sounds, which, you know, in in a city, it's kind of hard to be like, oh, what was that weird sound? Because there's it's never quiet. But like people are always saying, you know, there's there's seeing ghosts, seeing seeing ghostly people wandering around, hearing moans and cries and kind of stuff. (laughs) Uh, and, and, you know, that's like that, you know, the river is the north end of the loop, basically. And so it's kind of like the boundary of the loop is defined by this ghostly zone where all of these people died. And bearing in mind, too, these were electric company employees. So these weren't mm-hmm. the rich folk. These wow. were. These were the people that made the city work. These were blue collar, regular, everyday folks. Right. And I also heard that in this in that particular area as well, when people pass by it, you know, they say the current is the current of the river is weird. It's a little, yeah. It's a little off. And with yeah. that, with that happening also, when when you see the wave, you get a stench oh. of death. Like something rotting. Yeah, but have you ever been on the Chicago River? Yes, I have. You you kind of <laughs> you kind of get that wherever you are. Um, <laughs> I mean, but who knows? Maybe it's a little bit worse right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, I have to I have to kind of uh, confirm what Dan is saying about that because yeah, you know, it's it's the Chicago River. It's doesn't it's smell good. It's you don't want to go swimming in. You know no. exactly. No, it doesn't. Don't. It, also, yeah. like they color that sucker green every year for yeah. that stays green. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. really don't have to put all that much into it to make it turn green. To tell you, honestly. no, they just yeah. want to make it brighter. <laughs> yeah, green. <laughs> yeah, from the ugly dark green to like right. a nice green like leprechaun neon green. green. Yeah, freaking, the the day we see we it'll be the day we all go crazy when the fucking river turns neon green at night oh, and we're like damn it's crazy so the funny thing is is that um unlike the titanic i mean the titanic was out you know in the fucking ocean right right this is this, this is, is a fucking in, river in, in a city yeah in a city in a right. river right like i yeah. don't know what it was like back in 1915 but right now that fucking river is not very wide like people well, should the, the able- width of the river hasn't changed since yeah. you know it's not like they've widened it <laughs> exactly or narrowed it down right maybe they right. narrowed mm-hmm. it but who knows 
but like even then i can't imagine it being very wide right oh so, the, like the yeah the river is is the river like when you you know how if you go on the river walk down there that goes mm-hmm. along the river or you're just walking and like you cross in one of the bridges and you look and you can see the big old wooden pylons that are still there yeah well those pylons were what the bridges that were there in 1915 were standing on, mm. you know? So the pylons are like the river hasn't changed. Yeah. You know, and it's, yeah. it's, it's not huge. It's, it's, it's like a canal, you know? Yeah. And so and, I, the, I guess the point I'm trying to make is, is that they shouldn't have, they should have been able to swim the safety. Right. But I guess well, the, they're the, trapped. They're trapped and the, the pull of the boat. Right. You know, well, so of, the boat flips over. The yeah. boat flips over onto its side, and the, you know it's not like they got thrown overboard. They were trapped under deck. Yeah. They were trapped down below decks, and you know that th- that's how people drown in shipwrecks for the most part. They they're trapped in in the ship and they can't get out. Right. Yeah. So yeah, like it's just weird. It's just weird to me. But yeah, it makes, I mean, cause you would think, oh, well, you know, they should have been able to swim because it's only, a, you know, maybe a hundred feet wide, maybe if mm-hmm. that, you know, it's just like, how did they, but I mean, it makes, I mean, if you think about all the physics and stuff involved, like you're saying, they're getting trapped. There's the suction of the, of the boat yeah, you know, in the water, right. pulling people in. So like, even the, if the they, river's got a current, you go underwater, you can't see yeah you know? yeah exactly mm-hmm. so you're are Especially, you swimming up like, are you swimming down you don't know like we think we think the river is bad now back then people people just pumping the sewage and and waste directly into the river you Ooh, know right they sure so did. i can't even imagine what it must the have been people, like back then like the, the shops in the corner and that were right the river they would dump their their trash in the river yeah jeez like in buckets like like, like that's so, you know, just fun fact, you know how if you're in Chicago and you're looking out at like, let's say you go to the beach or you're driving along Lakeshore Drive mm-hmm. and you look out and you can see they, they they almost look like little man-made islands that are maybe like a mile to our offshore. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Those are water pumping stations. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason that they're like a mile or two offshore is because they needed clean water for the city. And so they built these pumping stations. And from those pumping stations, there are tunnels that, you know, like maybe two, 300 feet down, huge tunnels that come all the way to, towards shore, like to where the water tower is, you know, to where the, the water filtration stations are. All right. And that the reason they're so far offshore was because you couldn't, that's how far out they needed to go in order to get water that was clean enough for people to drink and not get sick or die. God what? damn it. Cause that's how nasty it was. Oh, that's gross. In, dude. in like the late 1800s, early 1900s, like the water was gross. Fuck. Humans are so disgusting, man. <laughs> They're fucking, yeah. Disgusting and then we die creatures. and we come back and haunt each other. Oh yeah. How, how fucking gross is that? <laughs> yeah. We're not done fucking people up. Right. We're just no. like, we we, we die of dysentery and then we come back and fucking hot people. Right. You yeah. Know? Oh man, fuck. That's disgusting. This <laughs> got real gross real fast. Yeah. Uh, so uh you know, so uh, moving on. 
<laughs> I I want to tell I want to talk about the uh, Resurrection Mary story because I love that fucking story. Um, basically, what happens is uh, the story goes, and there is several different versions of this. So, like uh, I'm sure you've heard a version of this, but one version is uh, there's a girl named Mary. She's going to a high school, you know, um, like party and she can't wait to get to the party. And so she gets picked up by her boyfriend and on the way to the party, uh, some horrible accident happens. Right. And she dies in some kind of car crash or bus hits or something, something crazy. And then somehow she still ends up going to the party. And everybody says, oh, she was at the party. She looked lovely. She danced with everybody. I remember she was great, right? Find out later, she never made it to the party. She was dead before she got there, right? And then, um, you know, someone takes her home. Like, there are people who take her home in this story. And then either on the way home or once they get in front of the house, she disappears, Right. And uh, she's the vanishing hitchhiker is what she is. She's a version of that story. She's also a version of the woman in white story that we've mentioned before on the podcast, because there are versions of the story because ultimately they say that she's buried in Resurrection Cemetery, which I believe is on the way to the O. Henry Ballroom or the Willowbrook Ballroom. which I guess are all right. located on Archer Avenue. Now I've been to the cemetery. It's crazy because I've seen the bars. They used to have bars on these on on this on you know at these at, on the fence for this cemetery, and yeah. the bars were there was you would always find some bars pried open, and the story was, you know, Mary did that. Mary pried the door, the, the bars open and walked oh. out of the cemetery and then walked down Archer Avenue looking for, a, you know, for, for a ride to go to the ballroom. So, like, the other version of the story is that she, you know, she was trying to get to old Henry Bar, um, the old Henry ballroom. And uh, on the way there, she gets hit by a car. Again, some kind of version of this story. And she passes before she gets to the party. All the other elements are the same. She has a good time. Someone takes her home. She disappears, et cetera. So, like, there are there are a few people associated to this woman, to the woman in white, the hitchhike, the vanishing hitchhiker. There is a woman named uh, Mary Bregov, and there's another one named Anna Marija Norcus. Uh, it's difficult to say which one is the one there are other ones that also arise. I don't have the names, but I know that there's more than just one girl that could be the phantom of this resurrection Mary, but there's no telling which one it is. Hell, it could be all of them. They're just because all, because there are several versions of the story where Mary is walking along resurrection cemetery. Someone pulls over lets her in the car and she asks to be taken home. So they take her home. And then on the way home, she turns, looks at the guy, 
There's no face there. And then she disappears. Guy shits on himself. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah. and then runs out of there. Right. Yeah. But, <laughs> but like, there's like all these kinds of versions of these stories. And like the no face woman thing is also kind of, uh, uh, similar to La Llorona because there's a version of the story of La Llorona that people who have seen La Llorona she has no face so um, there, there right. is there's no telling what's the story but um, the funny thing about this is I have a story because one Halloween me and a bunch of dummies climb in the car and said, yeah. let's let's go we're find We're gonna go find Resurrection Mary. We're gonna go find Resurrection Mary, exactly. So we drive down the Archer, we drive all the way down Archer and, and get to Resurrection Cemetery. And so me fucking around, right? We're driving, and so we we were walking right, we're driving right in front of like we're driving, we're not even walking, we're not even outside, we're just driving. Right, so I'm driving, and I look out the window, and I'm like, "She's right there!" Ah, ah. And everybody in the car is like, ah, ah. <laughs> Starts, "I'm like, you fucking idiots!" <laughs> so, um, so it, it's just, it's just fun. It's a fun tale because it's, it's that that cemetery is not far, and it's easy to get to, and you can just drive yeah. up and down. But like, like we weren't the only ones doing that shit. Cause oh sure, because when we started screaming and stuff, there was a car behind us and they were swerving and shit too. Because they saw <laughs> us jumping up and down in the car and we spooked everybody in the street. So it was just, it was just well that'll happen things. when you start swerving your car all around. <laughs> You're gonna spook everybody else. Yeah, that yeah. That, that happens. Yeah, Resurrection Mary is one of those stories that I've always kind of thought was. I feel like that one's pure urban legend, you know? Yeah. Right. right. But because it's so, there are so many legends like that, that there's so much overlap with, with resurrection Mary. And I just feel like it's, it's one of those things that somebody just made up and, you know, kind of caught fire. But I think all of these ghost stories that we're going to talk about, I, I think a lot of it is like, like falls into the domain of, of, tulpas you know yeah. mm. where not necessarily tulpas but that that idea uh what was the other thing when we were talking about tulpas there are tulpas and then there's like the mass uh, oh it, um, yeah where uh, egregores, yeah where I, I think i think this idea of the egregore like when enough people decide that they're gonna believe something i don't know i'm not going to go out there and say like it eventually manifests but mm -hmm. people get to a point where you know, look you see what you want to see yeah true uh like you know? like yeah if if you want to get if you want to if if you want to go crazy and 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 uh go full-on believer yeah you've manifested resurrection mary she may have never existed right. but you manifested her now because there's so many people who believe in her yeah at the True. very least you've manifested her in in your own mind yeah well that's what i was gonna say if you, you want to get if you want to get if you want to talk like realism like if you want to talk about realistically what what is happening eh, you know a little bit of mass hysteria yeah yeah it's just like you're making it you're believing it and so you think you see it 
and yeah. and 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 all you idiots in the car thought you saw her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Like if you believe in if you believe in it enough, it'll come true. It's real. Well, well, well I mean, also it, the the mind is a scary thing, man. Right. Uh, exactly. The mind is is a powerful thing, and if you want to believe in something enough, ba- basically you'll make yourself crazy enough that you see it. You know. Yeah. True. It's you'll, like when you see when you see Jesus Christ in a tortilla. You know, it's a, <laughs> it's a holy tortilla. Right. You can't eat this one. This one's got <laughs> Jesus on it. <laughs> I have no comment. Zero <laughs> comment. <laughs> this this tortilla has the no. likeness of Jesus. This is a holy tortilla. You've never heard of this one? You never no, heard of that? No comment. I I have no comment about Jesus tortillas <laughs> or like like the weeping virgins or or whatever. Yeah. I what? will say there was at some point, I some point when I was a kid, and I mean little like four or five i wasn't even in school yet because i know my mom took me with but there was some place in chicago where they had a weeping virgin statue Mm -hmm. and my grandmother had to go see it and we all went to go see the weeping virgin and it just so happened that it was like in a polish neighborhood so of course we you know Wow, we're the Polish of Chicago have been blessed by a weeping virgin. <laughs> anyway, long story short, I got no comment about Jesus tortillas. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny because uh, you know Mexicans are super Catholic, right? So mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't. We might have been to that church you're talking about because as a little kid, I remember going to a cry a weeping virgin church. Yeah. And I've never been to yeah. this church. I've, I don't remember it. I don't know where it was. I don't, doesn't matter. We went to this goddamn church. It was a nice church. Don't get me wrong. But like, you know, everybody was doing the whole, like, you know, doing the the penance, kneeling. Yeah. Them, yeah. Walking you, on their knees. Doing all the rituals. And, and man, dude, I don't know about you. I feel like that kind of shit happened a lot more when we were kids. Yeah, I think so. There too. was always, always a Jesus tortilla or, oh my God, the water, like the pipes leaked. And now there's a water stain that looks like the Virgin Mary. Yes. On yes. The wall. Or, and it was, there, there, there was always <laughs> some shit like that. It was always on the news. <laughs> I, I feel like it used to happen on like a weekly basis. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, no, sir. That leaking pipe, that's that's mold. No, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. It's rust. <laughs> no. It's just rust. You, you got you, that drywall needs to be replaced. Yeah. We can't. It's holy. It's holy. It's sir. It's black mold. You it's sanctified <laughs> by grace. God damn it. Yeah. If God wanted you to show up, he wouldn't make you out of black mold. Now get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, part of me is a little bit sentimental for that kind of stuff. You know? Yeah. Because again, I don't feel like it happens anymore. But then, then I also remember, and not sentimental out of any kind of like faith or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like just sentimental because that's the kind of shit that would happen when the world was such a different place. I feel like, yeah. And and you know, you'd you'd get crammed into the back of a Ford Escort, you know, <laughs> riding around you and all your cousins, like seven people in a Ford Escort, so you can go wa- look at the Weeping Virgin, and it seems like it's taken two and a half days, and you're just ready to murder each other by the time you're 
you're done basking in the glow of Christian brotherhood. And like, like it's, it's almost like there's a little sense of wonder that's gone because nobody's ever finding Jesus tortillas anymore. Or if they are, it's not getting on WGN, you know, you're not sending out the, the, the local news crew to cover it. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking yeah. because, you know, there's a shortage in t- tortillas. That's why you don't find them. That's <laughs> right. There is a tortilla shortage. <laughs> there is. Yeah. Like, this is a picture of Jesus on the tortilla. Well, give it up because we're hungry, motherfucker. Give it up. Yeah. <laughs> Put some guac on that. Ooh, I, I, like, I like how you described your whole uh, uh, experience growing up with, like, you know, the seven, eight cousins in the car. It sounds very Mexican. I, I'm no. Well, you know, I, I don't think it's a coincidence, frankly. I don't <laughs> think it's a coincidence. Now, the big question that, is, when you did these holy trips, did you throw rocks at each other? <laughs> oh no 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 no! You didn't do that in front of Bob Jen Jaja. That's not, oh, that's okay. not grandparent friendly. <laughs> oh, okay. Right? No 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 no. Bob Jen Jaja. Bob Jen is the equivalent of abuela. Uh, what's what's grandpa? What's Gramps? Abuelo. 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 Yeah. Abuelo. Okay. Yeah. Abuelo. Abuela. That's Bob Jen Jaja. And. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that Chicago is a city that at one point was uh, the destination for Polish immigrants, you know, like that there there was at one point in time more Polish people from Poland lived in Chicago than in Dinsk, which was the biggest city in Krakow, you know, the biggest cities yeah. in Poland. <laughs> Chicago actually still had a bigger population of Polish people than they did. And, you know, as as that kind of moved on, right. all of those Polish neighborhoods, every single one of them, they're Mexican neighborhoods now. Yeah. Mm. And I think it's not it's not a coincidence because culturally speaking, there are a lot of similarities. There's a lot of, <laughs> you know, all of you cram all of you and your family, you know, get crammed into the backseat of a of a of a of a. Ford Escort, like that is definitely a Polish thing. Sounds like it's definitely a Mexican thing too. Yeah, it was a Chevy, pretty much. It was a Chevy Nova for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did well here. Here's 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 the comparison basis. Did did that Chevy Nova have the nasty white vinyl seats that would like burn themselves into the back of your thigh inside? No, it was green, <laughs> <laughs> like a puke green. There was there was that car that. Your your brother slid out of that, the white. That they had all the white interior. So. The white interior. That 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 car's that car was awesome, bro. That car was <laughs> awesome. It was a giant ass boat. It was a, it was a big. I, I forgot to make it a model of the car, but it was huge. It was a big ass boat car, and <laughs> yeah, and this and guy's like, brother slid out the car. <laughs> I don't. Have, have we told you this story? No. Like, what like like he's because what the seats were slippery or what? Well, I mean, it was like leather or vinyl interior, right? Mm-hmm. I guarantee you it was vibe. It was well, 80s. The, the, sto- the, story, the, story, the story goes that it was, uh, it involves Adrian, um, our other two cousins. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the other two cousins, my brother mm-hmm. and my Uncle Tony again. Oh, Uncle Tony. Okay, Uncle so Tony. apparently yes. they went to go shopping. They went to go to the corner store and they all wanted to go. So my little brother... Being that he's the oldest, says I get I get shotgun because I'm the oldest. 
So the other two sat in the back and he sat in front. So my uncle being the wild card that he is. Took took the family car, which is my mom's car to go to the store or something. And he took a sharp turn. Yeah, La the, Chiquita, because La Chiquita was a big uh, supermarket or a supermarket for us at the time. Uh-huh. It was so, on the corner of 26 and Central. Right, exactly. So from there, my uncle took a sharp turn, not knowing that my brother had not fastened his seatbelt. Well, you don't the, fasten your seatbelt in the 80s. <laughs> that shit was bullshit. Nobody, that was bullshit. Nobody they, did it until that. You know what happened? <laughs> they found out They found out he fell off the car and they enforced the rule. That's what it was. Nah, that, okay. no, no, nobody, even then, he didn't fucking buckle his seatbelt. Nobody no, started buckling the seatbelt until we like we were in our 20s, bro. Right, exactly. <laughs> so what happened? He took a sharp turn. Not only did he not have his seatbelt on, I... From what this says, the door was not locked. So the door swung open and my little brother rolled out as the car turned. And he rolled into the side of the street. Yeah, they all panicked. They went and got my brother. My my uncle got my brother. And he says, like, oh, don't, don't cry. Don't cry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't tell so anybody. Buy, don't tell nobody. I'll buy you something at the store. So, yeah, you know, so they went to the grocery store and they all bought my uncle bought him candy, little little toys, like the little corner store bags of toys. They used to come in a, a little, little bag for a dollar. And shit, yeah. yeah, like those little styrofoam airplanes. You remember back in the day? So he got one of those. And as soon as they came back, my grandmother looks at my little brother and says, oh, my God, what happened to you? Because he's got all this road rash and shit. Right. So then my brother's like, <laughs> breaks down. And tells them everything that happened. <laughs> and to this day, my other two cousins make fun of him, saying, hey, when I go to the front seat, you're the oldest. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, Jesus. I was like, damn, they still crack on him on that stuff, dude. It's crazy. That's awesome. That's just, yeah. that's just hilarious. Because, I mean, he rolled on onto the, like, I don't, he, the, the way Danny tells it, he says that it was, he rolled out onto, like, Central Park. Because I guess they were going, yeah. they were coming down 26, which is a big street, and then <laughs> when he turned, when he hung, when he hung a left, he hung a left onto Central Park, and and he rolled out then. But I mean, even Central Park is not a small street, man. Like, no, it's a four lane street. Yeah, he couldn't. Well, it's not a, it's not a four lane. I don't know if it's a four lane. Two street. and two. I don't, I don't know. No, because even 26th Street is 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 a, a two lane street. Back no, in Central a- Park, like like a boulevard street, like there's a like a in the middle of it, like it, it's just like no, uh, not no, over there by us. no, no, not by 26th Street. No, you're right. You know what? It's, what it was is yeah, that it was, it was one wide. One, yeah, it was wide. It's a wide, it was a wide street. One way, uh, like one either one way either way. So like, mm-hmm. so like the same thing with 26th Street. 26th Street is a wide street, but there's only it's only one car lane each way. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> Resurrection Mary. Resurrection Mary. <laughs> Resurrection Mary make you do some crazy shit. That's mm-hmm. right. She, uh, she makes you see some Jesus tortillas. So, mm-hmm. um, so Cousin Primo, what's, what, what yes. do you got on your list? Well, I have a couple, but the one that really stood out for me was James Adam Hall House. 
The Jane Adams Hull House. Yeah, James Adams Hull House, which um, actually back in the, it's on the west side of Chicago, a.k.a. the place was also known as the mother of social works. Right. Where all the immigrants would come over and be uh, what first arrived there. And what it was is that the first the first owner was, well, the first owner of the house was James Adams, James Adams. So she died in the house. And then after that, the second person that took over was claims that she heard she would hear footsteps in her room and could hear as she slept. She reminds that the wife of the old of Charles Hall was the original owner of the building who had passed away in that, that same room. Man, fuck that. Fuck that noise. <laughs> fuck all that noise. That's why I turned on a fan. Those are okay. these are like my favorite, favorite kind of ghost stories, though, mm-hmm. where where it's like somebody dies in a room and then mm-hmm. people think it's haunted. And then like 80 years later, somebody else dies in that exact same right. room at the exact but that's same time. That's just the first part of the of the of the Hall House story. Yeah. And, and for one. for what it's worth, just to throw in a little bit of, of Chicago history, we're going to start uh-huh. pulling shit out of the Dan Dan's brain here. But, uh, <laughs> Jane Adams was a big deal. She's kind of like the mother of social work. Right. Exactly. And Hall House was was a big, big deal in Chicago. It, it was kind of a, a settlement place for for immigrants coming from wherever they were coming from you know, to get a foothold. It was a place for uh, like uh, mothers, like single mothers with children and, and whatnot. And anyway, just paying lip service to the fact that, that Jane Adams, big deal. If you don't know who Jane Adams, if you're listening, it's worthwhile to go look her up. Um, big deal in the progressive movement in the, well, historically speaking, the progressive era um, right around the turn of the 20th century where, uh, you know, you got a lot going on. There was a lot going on at that (laughs) point in time in terms of progress and reform. Exactly. So don't want to derail it, but wow. Go on. Let's hear more about these ghosts in Hull House. (laughs) Well, the second is is supposedly the most the most famous one of the story, which is the the tale of the devil baby. Did you hear about that one? So, what's the story of the, the devil baby? The well, the story goes that the mother to be was a devoted Catholic, okay, and she hung a picture of the Virgin Mary, you know, so that she can, you know, have a baby. But the husband was an atheist. And he hated the fact that his wife would hang up a picture of the Virgin Mary. So he ripped the picture off the wall and would say, you know, I'd rather have the I'd rather have the devil living here. Uh oh. So and that picture was the original weeping Virgin Mary. Exactly. <laughs> so she had the baby. The baby was born scaly with horns and a hoof. Ooh. Okay. The they abandoned the they abandoned the baby in the attic and wait for it to die. They just left but it in it, the attic. They left it the baby, the baby in the bag. They tried to baptize the baby, but could not because nobody would do it because of the way how the child look. Eventually, they locked him in the basement until he died. What? Yep. 
Although it's just supposedly it's just a folklore, but there has there's no basis on this. But she did have a child, and the child ended up missing. So, do we know who the lady is? Well, the 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 the, the mother of the child, yeah, um, is um. There's no name. Um, actually, it's um, should be James Adams. No, Jane, not James Adams. It can't be James. Um, Adams. The wife of Charles Hall. No, it's Charles Hall. No, it doesn't really say. Doesn't really say. Yeah. So, whoever was around that time, and that was a story. Yeah, it, you know, it's the funny thing. I think uh, Dan said this to me before too. It was just like before we started the podcast. Is like we start poking around trying to find some of these answers to some of these questions, mm-hmm. and it was kind of difficult. You know, it's weird because we have every piece of information available to our fingertips, but like when you try to like dig for answers, like for example, this. Yeah, it, it's not. It's not very easy. Well, this that's the hard thing with ghost stories, because mostly they're ghost stories. They're not they're not they're apocryphal. They're not based in any kind of fact. People want to believe they are. But it's it's almost always some urban legend, you know? Yeah. Right. Unless it's the shadow, unless it's the shadow, the night terror that haunts Edgar has been following him around for his whole life. Dude, dude. So get this, okay? Not well. Maybe it's a kukui. Holy shit! It's been the kukui all this time, dude. No, if it's been, a- it can't be the kukui because if it was a kukui, you'd be dead. Yeah, he would have ate me by now. He would have eaten you by now. I, I, yeah, I but do so much stupid but shit. But he's he probably feeding me. off your fears like the boogeyman. Maybe, but here, get this. So, like three days ago, three days ago. All right, my dumbass. I go, you know, I go put the kids to bed. I tell the kids, hey. You guys, you know, want to watch Ghostbusters? And they're like, no, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hold on, let me put it on. I'm going to put on the intro. And if you want to watch, we'll watch. So the I cartoon? put on the, yeah, the cartoon. So okay. I, I put on the cartoon and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, let's watch it. So we watch Ghostbusters. And I actually went straight to the Sam Hain episode. Ah. I get as far as in that episode, I get as far as the coffin where they unlock him. Oh. I, I knock right the fuck out. Knock right out right out went right to sleep the and so did the kids we all like i didn't even mean to but i like you know i'm asleep yep about one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning because that's the time all this stupid shit happens yeah of course i start having (laughs) i start having the stupidest nightmare all right so in the nightmare like you're there dan (laughs) like you were there with me You and oh, I, I should be in a nightmare. Well, well, you and I were like doing something in this in this dream. You and I were doing something for the podcast. We were walking around and we were like, I think we were like interviewing someone at a haunted house about their haunted house. And you and I were like walking through the house together, kind of like with the person, kind of like getting settled you know like okay well show us this place and we're going to talk about it and we're going to shoot here and we're going to take a picture here and whatever right and so we go up these stairs and then at the top of the stairs there's one room with the door closed and then there's another room with the door open right and the and and then she goes well that's where all the stuff happens 
that's the scary room, right? That's, that's the scary room. Everybody, everybody sees a creepy little girl in there, right? And I'm like, okay. And he's like, don't worry. That door never opens. It's impossible to open. The door itself is haunted. So, like, it's impossible to open the door. I'm like, okay. So, the door never opens. I'm safe, right? So, I look at the door, and the door goes, boom. And it opens <laughs> right up. And I'm like, fuck, you know? So, I'm sitting there. I'm freaking out. And you're like, okay. You know, like, but you're also. I'm like, like me. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah. okay. So, this happened. And so, yeah. I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, shit. And then, well, I'm not stepping in there. And what happens? In the dream. The dream sucks me into the room. I just go, <laughs> a la Matrix. You know what I'm saying? We're like, yeah, yeah. When the guts, I want guns. <laughs> it, the same fucking thing happens. I get sucked into the room in this stupid dream. And I'm like, how the fuck did I get in here? I'm in here. I'm like, this is absurd. And you're, look, you're looking at me. I turn around and I look at you. And you're like on the other side of the fucking door just looking at me. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck, dude? Like, help me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, there's nothing in here, right? Every time I have this, like a thought, okay, this is not that bad. It gets worse, you know? So I turn around. And I'm like, well, there's nothing in here. I'm just going to walk out. And I turn around and the creepy, there's like this creepy feeling there. And like there is like these drapes with like this weird girly pattern on it. It was like orange with plaid, and it was that was enough to freak me out. That the, 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 the plaid drapes. freaked you out. The drapes the, freak you out. The orange you sucked plaid. into you, <laughs> yes. you sucked into a mysterious closet <laughs> by forces unknown, and it's the plaid drapes that freak you out. Yes, and so I wake you, up. Yeah, Sir, are a victim of toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the biggest chicken, dude. So, like, I look at this, I start screaming, and like in real life, I'm like, ah, ah. I wake up, ah, ah, <laughs> because of plaid drapes. Oh and god. Then, <laughs> meanwhile, the kids are uh, not out. Like, they don't even hear me screaming, right? And so I wake up, I'm like, ah, ah, ah. You know, and I'm like, oh, thank God. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to go sleep in my bed where I'm supposed to be sleeping, not with these kids. Because, you know, they, they like, when you sleep with the kids, they put their foot in your face. They, oh, they yeah, dude. It's side. horrible. It, it sucks. <laughs> it's, so I'm thinking it's horrible. Like, you fall asleep, like, yeah. with the kid, you know, when, when they're young enough that they're like climbing to bed with you, you know. Yeah. And you fall asleep. And, and as you fall asleep, it's like, oh, this is so sweet. It's such a family moment. And then you wake up at two o'clock in the morning with an elbow in your face yeah. and a knee in your balls. And it's hotter than sin. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's like all you want. All you want is your old bachelor pad back. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude. I don't know what it is, but they create so much heat, right? And then there's the pain of them making you uncomfortable. So yeah. that and the Ghostbusters cartoon was enough to have me yeah. have this nightmare. So I get up, I walk to my bed, and my wife's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, what? She's like, you woke me up. Why were you screaming? I'm like, I had a bad nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a bad dream. Can I sleep in here with you tonight? And thankfully, she said, yeah, because she could have been like, get the fuck out of here with your crazy shit. It's good you know? that you didn't wet the bed. No, no. Thankfully, uh, I, I, I make sure I go to bed with an empty bladder. So uh, that never happens. You truly are an old man these days, aren't you? I, mm. I am. I'm probably going to get to the point where I'm going to have to wear some Depends to make sure that mm. I don't fucking wet the bed. But 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> all that said, so Devil Baby. Devil, <laughs> Devil Baby. Baby. Yeah. With scales. Okay. With scales. You got any, anything else on the Devil Baby? That's it, pretty much. It's, it's just a- <laughs> no, that's it. There was Devil Baby, and they locked in the basement and died. Yeah. And- and, uh, you the, know. the attic, yeah, they locked them in the attic. So I thought they and, locked them uh, in the basement. You said no the attic. I was, I said, I'm sorry, I meant to say attic. Okay. The child was locked in the attic. Yeah, attic until his death. Ugh. Mm. Crazy. So, uh, mm. so Dan, you got another one? No, I got another ghost. Man, <sighs> I was really trying to remember. Because, you know, when you're a kid, there's always ghost stories, you know? Yeah. Right. I, I couldn't remember any of them, though. Like, I, I couldn't remember specifically. Like, I remember there being, like, there's some old outbuilding in Portage Park that was, like, all the kids were like, oh, no, you don't go there. There's some ghost. But I can't remember what the ghost was, you know? I think it's, you know, it's probably worth bringing up because it's always, it's been there forever. Right. And it. There's a lot of history to it, but the Congress Hotel is supposed to be haunted in many, many, many different ways. And the Congress Hotel, I mean, it's I've never actually stayed there. I've always kind of wanted to, but I never did because for a long time it was like shitty, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but um, it's supposed to be. Well, anyway, like it, it was the first it, there's a lot of history to it. It was the first hotel in the United States to be air conditioned. You know, it um, it was, um, I guess Al Capone had his headquarters there. And and so, like, there's a bunch of weird stuff that supposedly happens all the time in that in that hotel, like the elevators will always stop on the eighth floor for no reason. Fuck that, you know. Uh, and, and people people will see like Al Capone's ghost or like like gangstery looking ghosts wandering around the hallways, you know, mm-hmm. but but it's another one of those things like you try to dig into it and find out more, like find out somebody telling their story of seeing a ghost in the in the in the hotel. You don't find anything. Right. Well, there's there's the uh, there's the I guess the peg leg johnny spirit that wanders uh, that was brutal, uh, brutally murdered in an alley behind the hotel i guess oh he's, yeah he's he's somehow in that hotel there's also like a, i guess a a playful young boy that appears and disappears on the 12th floor of that fucking so place. it's like staying in the mansion in the shining yes yeah pretty much it's got all that creepy shit going on mm-hmm. fuck all mm-hmm. that noise fuck all that noise i've stayed in that hotel fucking creepy as fuck you have you've stayed there <laughs> yeah and and yeah. the air conditioning is fucking non-existent man i have fucking sweat my balls off in that place <laughs> is there like a little kid that rises little little like like big wheel around the hallways and he's got the little finger and he goes red rum red rum if, red that, rum. if that kid popped up dude i would have ran my ass off in the other direction <laughs> but i guess i guess in that fucking hotel there's like a, a room 441 that is like the most haunted room in the hotel. And uh, I, I guess well, Stephen, shit. Stephen King uh, wrote a, uh, a, a book. Oh, and it. they made a movie out of that, yeah. too, didn't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, fuck all that noise. 
Fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> Shit, dude. Like, I remember being in that hotel. It's got, like, the creepy yellow light, you know, dimmy yellow light. You know, just the, 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 your, your classic horror movie scary shit, you know? <laughs> like, why can't you get some fucking LED lights in this motherfucker and shine a light in every yeah. motherfucking corner? Make this motherfucker brighter than the sun. Like, why is this fucking <laughs> so dingy in here? Yeah. Change this carpet. Put some hardwood floors in there, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, like, why? <laughs> You're like, why is it got to smell moldy in this motherfucker? Like, come on. You know, like, I don't know, man. And the wallpaper. Fuck this. It's all it's got all the creepy hallmarks of a haunted place. Yes. I'm not yeah. surprised. I'm not surprised. Fuck that place. Yeah, man. I, I got to admit, like, that's one thing that like, I just there are certain things that I get sentimental about. And then there are certain things that I don't. OK. Mm-hmm. And. People always seem to get sentimental about shitholes. Like, <laughs> like, like being by being a shithole, that's what that's what makes it special. And there like there used to be so many like venues around the city that were like that, where like like you you guys ever go to anything at the the old Congress Theater? It's not there anymore. Mm. But it, um. I mean that place was like a dump, you know. Like, and, and there's so many people who are like, oh, this is the greatest place. And that's, you know, that's where I want to. And, and, and it's like, does it, why does it have to be a shithole? You know, <laughs> why can't you paint it? You know, yeah. why can't you clean the bathrooms? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, will that make it somehow less authentic? Will that make the experience less authentic? I, I think I don't, the, I've I, never, I've never been able to understand that. You know, yeah, I don't understand that shit either. It's <laughs> it's just I don't know. I haven't like the riv. The riv is like that, too. Like the riv is. Well, I don't know. I haven't been there in a long time. I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I, I think it's probably been like remodeled and updated and stuff. But the riv was like that where, where it's just like, does it. Why does it have to be shitty? <laughs> can it can it at least be average if it's average is it somehow less authentic does it ruin the experience if it if i don't feel like i'm gonna get tetanus every time i pee you know well, well you see the, the the funny thing is here's the funny thing about some of the the lore about haunting about hauntings in general is when you start uh remodeling that's when you let go of the ghost that's when you disturb the spirits so if, yeah if the place is already fucking haunted and you start tearing down walls you piss those motherfuckers off and now you got a real right. problem oh well, yeah that's yep. like that's like the whole story of the amityville horror yes oh the, yeah that's right the story that the conjuring was based on yes mm-hmm. right where it you know people buy the house they start working on it and the ghosts get mad you know yeah, I don't know what the thinking is or what what how how that unleashes. I don't know if they get pissed off or if they're somehow trapped or asleep and and you wake them up or let them out of their box when you start breaking these walls down. Whatever the case is, you buy a creepy new house. Don't fuck or remodel it. Just fucking paint it. That's all yeah. you're allowed yeah. to do. Right. <laughs> or not, just knock it the fuck down all and the way down. start over. 
Yes. Yeah. No, but then you find out you be- you build over an Indian burial ground and you're fucked up again. Either way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, since we're talking about hotels, let's talk about the Death Alley behind James L. Nederland Theater. Oh, well, that's not a hotel. That's a theater. That's a theater. Well, <laughs> good enough. Since we're talking about alleys, let's yeah, talk there you go. about minute, Death Alley. Death Alley. But wait a minute. Wasn't it a theater? No. It wasn't I mean, a, a hotel. It's a hotel. It's a theater. It's a theater. My fault. It's, it's a, a theater, theater, but it wasn't a hotel. Okay. No, it wasn't. A Death, Death Alley. Dude. We do our homework. Yeah. On the flow yeah. Roll yeah. That's right. We prepare. We either, that or we just, either that or we make shit as we go along. Yeah, right. <laughs> Primo prepares and then me and Edgar wing it. Yeah, <laughs> that's about right. Yeah. Speaking right. of which, I'm I'm I, I like how in your nightmares we take this podcast way more seriously. Like yeah. we're <laughs> we're metering shots and we're we're doing you're, you're, research and we're going yeah. and doing offsite interviews. You're walking that, around that, with a selfie. Well, we, were, we were we were in the process of doing onsite an onsite interview is what we were doing, like you and me, Dan. Like, yeah, and I, maybe a cameraman. I don't know. But like we were talking to the person we were interviewing and they were showing us around like and then you got sucked into a closet and saw some ugly drapes. Yes. And then I, I screamed for mommy or my mm-hmm. wife in this case. <laughs> I was like, ah! anyway, <laughs> I, I am the biggest chicken, bro. I am the biggest. You're, you're this huge chicken. And and yet you you allow you you fight with people for fun that shit's not scary those are people you get you see you can punch a person yeah you can't, you can't yeah. punch a ghost yeah you know yeah you, you, you I pretty much choke. made it you pretty you much made it clear in ghostbusters right. the, the one he's like they don't punch ghosts yeah it's not real no, you can't you can't right. punch ghosts <laughs> like you can't do that thing to a ghost where like where you grab them by the gi you like cross your wrists over and grab them by the gi and kind of choke them out you know nope. you can't do that you to can't a ghost jump into an arm bar no yeah no arm bars no cross collar chokes no yeah can't do any no no rear naked choke you're just gonna fucking choke air you know there's like yeah. nothing there this is like so like like, you know, but of course, what what is it? What is this something that you can't you can't fight, right? You can't. It's not tangible. So that's it's not, that, it's that's not what real. Ghosts, it's not a- that's what ghosts really is or really are. Is it's like what they're the untangible is the thing you don't know, the thing you can't put your hands on, the thing you can't figure out. That's what that's what's that's why it's so fearful, right? A, right. a person. I know how to deal with a fight. You know, even if I lose or, you know, you know, get knocked out, that's stuff I've dealt with before. I know what that looks like. I know what it feels like. You know, I know what it's like to be knocked out. It's not a big deal. Um, I know what it's like to be choked out. I'm not a fan of that one. Um, um, But like all those things, like like I've experienced, I know what it is. I know what it's like. Uh, The ghost thing, uh, at least from the few experiences I've had, they're not always the same and there's nothing I can fucking do to stop it. There's nothing that yeah. I can do to like change the situation. I can't even alter them. Like I can't push them out, you know? So like that, yeah. that that's why they suck. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I have to admit something. I have never had 
like I'm fascinated by ghosts and, and, and paranormal stuff. I find it fascinating. I have never had anything that would even come close to a para- paranormal experience ever. It's yeah. just never happened. And I mean, mm-hmm. it might, it might be because I'm just like super cynically rational about everything. And, and so like, I just won't allow myself to, to experience it, but sometimes that, that sometimes I feel really disappointed that I've never had like a ghostly experience. Maybe that's worth a conversation on this episode. Primo. Yes. You ever encountered a ghost? I've had what you would call somewhat. And basically it all happens when I'm around this guy. So <laughs> by this guy, by this guy, you mean Edgar. Yes. Otra vez. Otra well, the vez. incident with the doll. Remember that? But you I weren't was, there. Yes, I was. You I spent the weekend with you. No, you were not there. Oh, that oh. Night. You weren't. You were there the next day. No, I was there. You were there. I was there. Look, your cut. Your sister was staying at my house, and I yeah. spent the weekend with you. Are you sure about that? I don't remember Positive. you there. No, yeah, you, yes, it was. You were not there, dude. <laughs> Trust me. Ask I mom. don't. I don't remember you there. You were too frightened because you saw the dog. Yeah. Where were you? Where were you? Where were you? I was sleeping? sleeping on your sister's bed. That's not right because that bed was empty. No, you were not there. <laughs> <laughs> and clearly, Dan's asked the wrong question. Okay, so well, hold on. So let's clear. Let's clear this up. That's not true because that bed. That's where the fucking creepy doll was. I, you would have been sleeping next to the fucking. Was the you're, 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 <laughs> you were sleeping on this side of the wall and her, her bed was straight and your mom and dad were sleeping in the other room by where the living room was. I'm sorry, bro. I don't remember this. Uh, you oh. were not there. You were not. You there. were too traumatized by the incident. There was no way you were there. I could, you know I could, I, look, at it, I'm not going to lie to you. I could be wrong. There's a good chance I could be wrong. I've told this story so many times. Maybe you think you were there. Well, the reason why I say I was there was because I was there when your mom burned those damn dolls. You were there when the because you came with your car with with your sister. But you weren't there that dude. If you were there that night, I wouldn't have been afraid. There would have been somebody in the room. I was in that room by myself. Yeah, but you went to the bathroom. No, I, I was not in the bathroom. I was in that room drawing that whole night you came the next day with your sister that's uh, why you were able to see the dolls that's why you remember the dolls right and i do remember you. i do remember you being there the mm-hmm. night the 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 when the dolls were being burnt but okay. you were you were not there that night because i was in that fucking room by myself with the creepy ass fucking doll <laughs> but anyway for, for those who, who Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, at least we wasted like 27 minutes on that. <laughs> For those who are listening to the show and don't know this story, this is what happened. So I was like, I don't know, nine, 10 years old. My How sister, old was your sister at this time? My sister's three years younger, so she's got to be, you know, um, you know, fucking eight. Seven, Eight, seven, seven, right? Something like right. that. Whatever. Um, yeah, I'm, you, you can tell. We're I'm, really not good at math. We're really bad at math in this. <laughs> my son is an advanced math. It has nothing to do with me. It's all my wife. My wife. Anyway, anyway. So, um, 
So I was sitting in the fucking room and like always I was drawing because I drew I, I was always drawing, especially at that age. I drew ever since I could hold a pencil. And so I was in there sketching, drawing, making up stories in my head. And it got real late. Right. And I was in there by myself. This is how I remember this. I was in that room by myself. The light was on. And I look up and I looked at the clock and it was past 10 o'clock. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm it's late. I'm really tired. I'm sleepy. So I got up. I walk out of that room. And it, we lived on a two flat. We lived on the top on the second on the second floor of this two flat. It was one of those two room deals. So my parents had the main bedroom and me and my sister shared a bedroom um, where I had my bed on one side of the room and she had her bed on the other side of the room. So I go into the kitchen, which was attached to that room. So I walk out the door, the kitchen's right there. Um, Go get myself some water, drink the water, put it down, turn off the lights in the kitchen, come into the room, turn off the lights in the room. And then I realize that the street light is coming in from the window, right? So now the, the, the houses in Chicago, we're separated by like a fucking three foot gangway. Now we interrupt the podcast to let you know that if you're building a website and you need a hosting service, Bluehost is definitely the way to go. If, especially if you're building it in uh, WordPress, for example. It's the hosting service I use for my website, The Flow Real Podcast, and they're super dependable, never had a problem, easy to use. I highly recommend them. Make sure you use the referral link in the description so that Bluehost knows I sent you. Also, the music you're listening to here comes from Epidemic Sound. Now, Epidemic Sound is a great service which allows you to get licenses to music with a very affordable monthly plan. It's great. And you can get a 30-day free trial if you act now. With over 35,000 tracks and 90,000 sound effects, you will find all that you will need for your projects. When you head over to Epidemic Sound, make sure you use my referral link in the description so they know that I sent you. Now, I just recently started using Monday. Um, Monday.com has what they call an work operating system, a work OS. What it is is a work management software. It's more than just a to-do list. It allows you to work with teams. You can put timelines on things. It organizes your projects in a very easy to read dashboard and it's super customizable. I love it. Just started using it. Uh, I'm sharing it with my teams now. It's a great tool for you to use for your work, especially nowadays when we're working from home and we're a little more disconnected. We don't have the people in front of us to ask questions about where is this project? How are you doing on this? What's the timeline, etc., etc. So with Monday, it makes it very easy for you to kind of keep an eye on things. I love it. I love it. It's an amazing piece of software. I highly recommend it. And when you make your way over to monday.com, make sure you use my referral link in the description. I'm back. Damn, All damn, right. we thought you're back, bro. Thank God we thought the Kukui got you. <laughs> the Kukui did. The Kukui got my internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that porn you'd be looking at. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you know, he's not ashamed to say it either. Yeah. Who doesn't look at porn? Who I mean, doesn't? 
I mean, come, come on. on. Yeah, for real. Like, seriously. Uh, no, I'm seriously. Who? We don't want to make this an X an, an X series, but who doesn't watch it? Come on, for yeah. God's sake. No, yeah, we're on. all grown up. We're all. We don't judge because you watch it. We judge on what you watch. Well, that's what it is. <laughs> don't you know, don't even judge me on what I watch because I guarantee you, you're watching some fucked up shit. Too. Well, I, I ain't gonna lie. I am kind of crazy side, but hey. Well, right. So what so did I miss? Did you guys? We guys. actually stopped. We we we, oh. we stopped just for you, brother. So you guys didn't settle the debate on whether or not Primo was there. The no, we the we're 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 ignoring that fact. Okay, we, he well, he could be right, I could be wrong. You see, I no, admit. motherfucker, you were there. No, no, but I'm saying, like I said, did you hear what I just said? I said you could be right, and I'm wrong. I didn't say I was. Oh, I, thought, you were, I thought you could be right. No, no, I could no, be no, wrong. No, 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 no. I admit. How do you? I, how I, long have you known Edgar? Forever. Forever. Right. <laughs> right. You've known him forever, and and you you should know. Then he's not going to stop until you say, "Okay, okay, I wasn't there." <laughs> you, need, you have to say the words. We I wasn't there. From, we yeah. moved down from there, Dan. We're down before he's telling the story. No, it, no, 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 no. He went and got you, a glass of water, and he went back to the room, and the light was hitting the window. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, anyway, so you're he, right, Dan Edgar. You're right, right? Yeah, I let it go. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so like, yeah. So we go go back to the story. I, I go get water, come back, turn off the light in the kitchen, turn off the light in the bedroom, and then I notice the street light coming in from the from one of the windows. And in in those in those in neighborhoods in Chicago and in, in the city, every house is separated by a gangway that's about I don't know three feet. Four feet wide, right? Mm-hmm. right? And so the uh but on this particular house that I lived in, there was an open lot, and the light came in from because of the open lot, there was no house there to block the light. So the street light was coming in and it came right in and just kind of put a spotlight on one of these dolls that have the open and closed eyes when you when you lay them down they close the eyes when you pick so it was the doll from the conjuring yes annabelle Mm. fucking doll was sleeping on my sister's bed sleeping like it's a fucking live but anyway like so that doll yeah just imagine the conjuring doll was sleeping on my sister's bed and i realized i'm like wait a minute that doll is laying down the eyes should be closed, but they're fucking open. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I stared at the doll. And then the doll turned its head to look at me. And I was immediately petrified. I I would try to yell for mommy. I couldn't. I tried to like run. I couldn't. All I could do was take these tiny little baby steps out of that room. And I, I I backed up out of that room and then walked down the hallway that was next to the kitchen and to a point, basically I walked all the way real slow to my mother's room where my parents were sleeping. And I said, mom, and my mom's like, what? And I was like, mom. And she's like, what do you want? And I was like, you know, my sister's dolls are moving and she's like what she like sat up in bed and so it became this big fucking stink right i slept 
in the living room connected to their bedroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. That living room had a door. We closed the door on that living room to keep the it evil sure doll. It did have a door. I yeah. remember that. Yes, it did. Yeah, it did. And we closed that door to keep the evil doll on the other side of the house. And so I slept on this side of the house where there was, you know, where it was quote unquote safe, but I didn't fucking sleep, you know? So in the morning, you know, I'm out about frolicking about in that open lot, you know, cause you know, it's connected to the house and it's like a second yard. And, you know, um, my mom takes out this big old barrel where you like like wash the clothes one of those tin barrels yeah out in the in the lawn and then she got all my sister's dolls and she put those dolls in that tin and covered them in like fuel and then burnt those motherfuckers and then all you could see was this black smoke come out of there but of course it was black smoke because it was like cotton and and rubber and yeah and plastic. plastic and yeah so but like you saw that and i was like holy shit this is some evil shit going on <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and then the fucking uh our neighbor who we had like a feud with swore up and down oh that's una bruja that woman's a witch. <laughs> She's burning shit. She's got all this evil black smoke coming out of that tin. <laughs> so she became the neighborhood witch. The fucking dolls were being burnt. I was like, oh, shit, you know, I got haunted. And then my sister comes home with your sister and probably you, because that's when you saw the smoke. And so then, and she all she's she didn't know anything. She just knows that her mother burnt her dolls. And she thought. You know, and she was she ran up to her and, and asked her, "What happened? Why are you burning my dolls?" And my mother refused to answer to her. She's like, "None of your business," and she ran away, refusing That's to awesome. my sister, a little girl, that her doll. <laughs> why her dolls? You know, my sister to this day is oh, has I'm sure resentment because of that event. Yeah, resentment against me, my mother. Yeah. Not even, not even like we'll get you new dolls. No, you don't need to know. You don't need to know. And I she mean, just she ran did, off. She did get her stuff replaced, right? I she remember. Went, oh, she absolutely got new dolls. Like yeah. she got all kinds of new stuff. But my mother refused to tell her why those dolls got burned. My mother didn't want to tell her there was evil spirits in the dolls. That's <laughs> awesome. It's like it's the the story of like brothers doing stuff to each other like you breaking optimus prime's hand arm off your brother's <laughs> toy yes he's seen dolls wa- walking around burning stuff yeah. you know it's crazy yeah. <laughs> yeah. dan he's he's referencing the, the fact that you broke your brother's optimus prime <laughs> <laughs> oh man good time this shit, this shit'll never uh, 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 that'll never be behind me it'll never be behind well, me, you, it's like with me too with danny and dan Threw the damn jet out the window, oh, thinking it would yeah. fly. <laughs> dude, that was the dopest airplane, dude. Dude, I bought another one. Oh, you did? I bought one recently. It's in oh. my. It's in a. <laughs> you mean recently, not back Reason. then? No, no, no. <laughs> this, this, this will cure my heartbreak for a while. Okay, so. <laughs> so, um, but, Primo, you, you had. You said you had a spooky story. 
I had a spooky story when I was living by myself by, you know, by 55th and killed and over there by 55th street. Yeah. Um, it was my first time ever living by myself. I've always had someone living with me, you know, and it could be somewhat unsettling, you know, yeah. living by yourself. It's, 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 you, you start imagining shit and it's creepy shit. Right. So I mean, I was like a couple months by myself when I moved into this place, you know, Carmen had moved out. I was living by myself. The landlord gave me the option of moving to a, 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 a smaller apartment, but more roomier for one person. So I moved in and, you know, for a while I felt kind of weird there, you know, living by myself, coming home late at night. It's freaky, you know? Yeah. And, um, I, I could swear to God at one point I felt like someone was watching me. Wow. Like I live by myself. There's there, there, to tell you the truth. I had the place completely lit, but I kept feeling like there's something in that corner that's fucking watching me, you know? So I would sleep with a knife. <laughs> okay. I mean, I literally sleep with a knife to this day. Really? Yeah. Hey, dude, you better be careful with that. You're going to fucking stab yourself no, in your sleep. No bullshit. <laughs> no bullshit. Okay. <laughs> so, so buddy, you're going to stab reason, the Kukui? You can't stab the Kukui, man. Boy, I'm, I'm going to take something out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But the thing is, is that the reason for that, though, the reason for that is like one night, I was, I, it could be maybe because I was like, like, you know how you have, you're in that one deep sleep mm. and you're like, you just let loose. You just, you're, you're out, out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, I swear to God. I was laying in bed and I usually just sleep with my feet uncovered, you know, and I felt someone grab my ankles. Oh, and like pulled me. And I freaked the fuck out. Yeah, I bet. Like, what the fuck? And, you know, my bed is facing the window outside. Yeah. Facing like the the yard, the little yard that's in the back of the apartment building. Uh huh. And I'm on street level. Yeah. So the first thing I do is run to the window saying some motherfuckers in here came in through my window and was trying like fuck oh. my ass up. No, the window is locked from the inside. I was like, what the fuck? And then like, I went back to bed and I said, and I could not sleep because my brain was just like, yeah, I bet there's something in that fucking room. You need to get uh, someone else. You need to go to someone over there to bless this fucking apartment. You know? <laughs> got to do an egg wash. An egg wash. This is before <laughs> egg wash. This is before the egg wash. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, someone come with the alcohol and the fucking weed and bless the fucking apartment. You know, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. It just happened once and never happened again. Blah, blah, blah. Man, a couple of months passed by. Man, I get to that state again where I'm just knocked the fuck out. And I felt, I felt something was weird. And I felt something grab my ankle, but just rubbed my ankle. And like, I feel the hand, like I feel it gripping. So I kick off the, the kick off the blankets. And I grabbed the little bar that I had around the bed, 
and looked, literally looked to see what the fuck was grabbing me. I flipped out. I grabbed the bed and I flipped it over thinking that this fucker was under the bed. And I'm like, I can't sleep in this room. It was, it was like nothing there. Nothing there. I was like, there's something. And in you didn't room. move. I, I moved. I, I didn't move until like I got kicked out. But I was I didn't move to then, you know, yeah. but I was like, <laughs> but I stayed there. I was like, fuck. I, there was a point where I was living in the living room. Fuck, dude. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at one point, I, one time I tried the tub to sleep in there. I was like, oh, fuck it. Oh, <laughs> no, you can't. You can't sleep in a tub. No, oh. no. You I've can't. never I've never done it sober, but no. I've woken up. I've woken up in more than one tub. And it, <laughs> it, it, it's no good. No. You can't you can't live that way. But I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's it could be maybe it's just me. Yeah, at that time, I was like a paranoia when I was just living by myself and freaking out. Oh, sure. A little shit. Or you maybe know, you had a fucking ghost in your room that had a foot fetish. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know, man. But yeah. these are kind of jacked up. So what kind, yeah. of, what kind of fetish? I have no idea. Yeah, fucking some <laughs> some feet, Igri- primo feet. Oh, yeah. Back then, back then I wasn't on. primo. Okay, <laughs> He probably looked at me and said, oh, primo feet. You know, probably looked at that. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that, that to this day, dude, I sleep with something by the bed. Not just for my own sake. Just for the... Just, for the, just, just in case... Yeah, but I, day, I like. But to, you got to this you day, got a Glock sitting by your bed in case. I'll oh, it's a good thing they don't give me a gun. Jesus, I'd be no. shooting at the first thing I hear. Dude, you're gonna <laughs> fucking shoot the neighbor and shit. Fucking no, you don't need that shit. No, no, that's why it's knives. Knives are knives, good. Yeah, knives. Knives in a baseball bat. Okay, well, I'm gonna hit something. Either yeah. be somebody or my TV. Something's gonna get hit. Dude, just be careful, man. Don't stab yourself because you, you, know, no. you think something's grabbing your foot and you stab yourself in the foot. No, my first reaction is to cringe. Then I grab the knife. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, it was like it felt real. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I like I've told, I told my girlfriend this story before. She's like. She goes, her mother just, and her mother heard the conversation. And she goes, what it is you need? You need to be blessed. I'm like, look, first yeah. of all, it ain't going to happen. Okay. I haven't been allowed in church in years. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I told her, well, it's like, she goes, <laughs> she starts telling me, oh, you know, you just need to go back to church. You need to do this. You need to do that. Like, all that uh, noise. Yeah, dude. I was like, you know, and at one point, you know, I said, maybe she's right. <laughs> you know, I mean, just doing Lent doesn't really help anymore. So I got to do yeah. something else. Yeah, right. <laughs> Plus it's expensive. Oh, yeah. Jesus, it is expensive. So, but yeah, go ahead, bro. So then are you, are you okay sleeping in the, you know, in, in your room by yourself now? Or do you still like, are you still wigged out? I, I don't, I don't think about that no more. My thing is I can't sleep, period. Mm. Not because oh, yeah. of this. I've had that issue before. I just can't shut myself. I, my my doctor says I can't shut my brain off. Yeah, I yeah. got that problem. In a yeah, big way. it's like it's like I can't sh- I can't shut it off. Like I can, I literally have to shut everything off. No lights in the room. Period. I gotta I gotta be yeah. under the covers and pray to God that that phone doesn't make a noise. Oh yeah, you dude. Know? Yeah, you know it's crazy. I. I can't sleep for a damn for at all 
Yeah, it's a it's a two hour thing with me. Two hours and I'm back up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty and much. Then, then you get that one day where it just hits you and you sleep for like 18 hours. Where, yeah, it all it all hits you at once. And yeah. Yeah. And in the meanwhile, you're an insufferable bastard to everybody. Oh, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I'm yeah, loved by all, hate by many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, saying. that's crazy. Dude. Yeah. But like that, that when I started doing that, oh, dude, it just when that shit happened to me, I just freaked out. I was like, there's there's something. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm thinking I need to stop watching horror movies before I go to bed. Yeah. Shit like that, you know, stop eating uh, baloney at night or so, something. <laughs> so I am. That. I am glad. I am glad that I've never had, you know, any creepy shit like that happen to me. But sometimes I've I kind of been like, man, I want to see a ghost. No, you don't. But when no, you, you tell me when you tell me stuff like this, it's like, no, I think I'm actually pretty happy with this arrangement. Yeah, no, no, you don't. You know what? I bet you have seen ghosts, but your ass is just like, meh. Yeah. You ignore probably. probably yeah. Like, like you're the guy in the movie where it's like you're walking past shit, and and then there's like the creepy, the creepy portrait that you yeah. walk past. And yeah, it, like moves and shit. And it's got the whole like stretchy thing where the hand comes out out of it, you know. And you're just like, nip, yeah, nip, nip, you know, just walking around and shit. shit. You know what? <laughs> you know what's funny? Because that's true. Like I it's am like, that guy. I know I, it. I, that's a that, like, that's a cool 3D poster. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like I I am absolutely that guy where it's where it's just like nothing phases me, you know. Like stuff. I, I don't get scared real easy. But I get I get startled. Everything startles me. Mm. So like like ghost shit, noises, nothing. No, what what whatever. Like creepy shit. Eh, mm. It doesn't it doesn't doesn't bother it, me. It's like but, a sneaking up on you like, by the waist. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> I brush up against a doorknob and I'm like, ah, ah, you know, like <laughs> I, I am super easily startled. That's that's I think that comes with so age. it's a weird combination. I think honestly, I think that comes with age. Because I recently found out that I, I never used to get scared at all. Not for stuff like that. But like for the past couple of months now, I had a, one guy at work. His name's Victor. That dude loves to creep up on people. And I scared the fuck out of you. And he used to do it to me all the time. And I just said, what are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to scare you. And I said, don't touch me. I don't like I don't like guys touching me. Please don't touch me. But the like, kind of past couple of weeks, he's been coming up to me. And I scares the literally, literally the shit out of me. <laughs> I was talking to I was talking to one of the guys. And he just creeped up on me, and I said, "Motherfucker, get the fuck away from me! Don't do that!" You know. <laughs> and he's like, "Damn, you were scared! I'm like, you don't creeped up on me, you skinny fucker! Get away from me!" Yeah. You know. But it's it's creepy. It's creepy when that sort of mentality, like stuff coming up to you, and you just get startled real quick. I think that comes with age, dude. Maybe it does because. <laughs> Well, it's weird because I haven't you, you might be honest with them because I haven't always been that way. I have always been mostly for the most part, like exactly as Edgar, like nothing phases me. Right. Mm. Like, like fairly recently, I set my oven on fire. Whoa. And what? like, like my entire, <laughs> I said, yeah, I was baking, whatever. I'm not going to get into it, but, but like I put this loaf of bread in the oven, uh-huh. you know? And I went into the living room and I was watching TV and I kind of fell asleep on the sofa and I wake up and I'm like, smells like, smells like it looks a little smoky in here. And I go into the kitchen and like, I see like there's smoke coming out of the oven and like, 
there is no, and this is just like how I am. Like there is absolutely no, Oh my God. Oh my God. It's just, huh? There's smoke coming (laughs) out of the oven. And I like open up the oven and there's like flames coming out of the oven. And I'm like, Oh, it's done. <laughs> and like I take a step back and I'm just looking at it and I can see what happened is there's some like, like butter that kind of like came up out of the pan and spilled on the bottom of the, of the, of the oven down by where the burners are. And it was on fire. And I'm just looking at it. Like, I like all I'm thinking is I can probably just let that burn out. And I stood there and I watched it. Like I just stood there and I watched yeah. it probably for like two or three minutes. And then finally, finally, I was like, ah, I think I got to get a fire extinguisher. So I just ah. got the fire extinguisher and I put it out. But it, but like normally, like that's how I am. I don't like I don't react like like exactly what you were saying. I'm just kind of like, Meh, you know, yeah. but but lately, like the past year or so. Like the big things I don't react to at all, but like little like I get a little breeze on the side of my head or, or something. And it's just like, nah, like I, I'm just really, really, I startle really easily. So maybe you're onto something. Maybe, maybe you, you get startly when you're old. I don't know. Yeah. yeah but, but I mean, yeah. like from, you know, from, from how I know you, like, yeah, you've always kind of had that kind of reaction to things like normal people freak out you're like just like whatever you know so it makes sense that you would yeah. have like ah, breeze you know like i that makes sense yeah. to me because like that's got to go somewhere there's got to be a balance somehow it's got to be <laughs> gotta, yeah i've got i've got those 42 things. years yeah 42 years of being completely unrattleable <laughs> is now it's coming out of me in little fits and spurts. And just, that's what it is. It's just he's like, oh, of- he's like, oh, look, it's a fire. Ah. Yeah. Like a little piece of uh, he goes to the sink and turns on the water. He's like, ah, it's water. It's wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny. The boy was sleep was in his room the whole time. He never noticed anything weird. And like two hours later, he comes out of your room. He's like, it kind of smells out here. I was like, yeah, the oven was on fire. And he freaked out like two hours later. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is the house okay? Are you okay? I'm like, dude, it's fine. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. I put it out. And then, you know, I finished baking the bread. Like, it was. <laughs> that is. Here, you want some toast? <laughs> that is hilarious. I wonder if he's kind of modeled a little bit of that behavior from you. I wonder if he's like, like, oh, what's going on with the house? I didn't notice the house was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, oh, so, um, so we, we did an hour here, man. Do um, you guys want to end with something before we get going? You guys got another story? You want another story? One more no. story or I, another are you good? If I had a ghost story, I'd tell it, man. I, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, all I can say is, dude, I I love this paranormal stuff. I love I love ghost stories. I love mm-hmm. scary movies. You know, I love reading about ghost stories. I love it all. I just don't necessarily believe in it. <laughs> and I and I also I also have like never experienced it. And, uh, you know, 
That's a non-believer. A non-believer. <laughs> he doesn't believe in the weeping virgin or the Jesus tortillas. And he doesn't believe in ghosts. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I mean, there's one story they told us when we were in high, when I was in grammar school and we went camping. The, the Catholic the school I went to always had every summer. We'd go camping. And it was my first year to ever go. So I went and they would tell us the story of the lady in the lake. Mm. That, you know, they would tell us a story because we used to do like the polar bear club where you would go shrink your shit in the fucking cold water. Yeah, like, sure. Like five o'clock in the freaking morning where it's ice cold and shit. So they, they said, well, the first thing you guys need to know is that if you see a woman walking or i mean just standing in the pier humming turn around and go back into your, <laughs> your cabin and i'm like they go why what's going on they go, oh, that's the lady of the lake and i said hey, and one of the guys isn't that a girl from excalibur you know and they're like no 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 this is the lady of the lake and i said and it's another tale of like la llorona okay where she drowned herself because her her lover left her for another woman. Mm. So she would walk herself out to the pier in the morning and she would cry and drown herself. But if you were to come up to her and ask her, why are you crying? She would tell you, I'm weeping because I'm, um, I'm weeping for you. Ooh. And you would say, huh. why? He goes, Cause it is not your time to go. And she would grab you and take you down with her. Whoa. Jeez. It was a creepy story. We would, we would, we would send a guy out first. Hey man, it's your lady by the lake. It's your lady by the lake. And it's like, we were supposed to be there at five o'clock for the, sh for the, for the class. Yeah. You know, but it was a crazy story. And I was like, man, the lady in the lake, you know, and all this crap. And we, we would talk about it all year. Hey, you're going to go, you're going to go back to camp. Like, yeah, my mom said we're going to go. And I was like, why? He goes, man, maybe we could we catch that lady in the lake. You know, <laughs> crazy shit, dude. dude. Wild, dude. It I was never wild. Heard of this story. Where's where's this uh where's this lady in the lake at? Wow, this is this, this is when we used to go to um when the school we we went to, the Catholic, the Catholic yeah, yeah, school, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we would go camping. But you don't know where um, the where the camping thing was? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't remember. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't remember. And we actually shared the camp with two other schools. Mm. You know, and um, what it was is that I think Coco would know better because he actually went twice. I only uh -huh. I was only able to go one time because due to the fact that it was already my my eighth grade year and then I couldn't go anymore. So but that was the story, you know, and I was like, man, and the guy who told us the story, he like sat us all around in the morning. It's like the first class, all your pool bear club jump in, do the torpedo, do this, do the bear, do the polar bear, do, you know, the, each day was a different class. But like before we even started, he's like, you know what? And I think to tell you the truth, dude, I, at one point I used to think, man, that's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. He just made that shit as we were there, you know, but it, the way he told it was creepy as hell. Oh, I bet. You know, that's fucking crazy. And I was like, yeah, dude. And I was like, that's some fucked up shit to tell like a bunch of fucking seventh graders, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was good. That that was nice. I never heard that one. That one's awesome. Yeah.
All right, guys. Yeah, I used to I used to carry that one all the way. I used to tell my boys every time we go camping, like, "Hey, man, watch out, man, lady in the lake." Oh, <laughs> I would tell the story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's uh, let's call it quits. Thanks so much for uh, for coming out today tonight, guys. Uh, thanks so much. Not a problem, cousin not Primo. A problem. Not my cousin Dan. Thank you. This is the Flow Roll right. Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Later, guys. Cabranos. The music you're listening to is titled Energizer by Cushy. You can find them over at Epidemic Sound. Now, don't forget, if you go over there, make sure you use my referral link in the description so they know that I sent you. Also, if you like what you're hearing and you want to find out more, head on over to our website at thefloorollpodcast.com. There you'll find some art, you'll find some t-shirts, and what have you at our store, but also you will find a complete catalog of all our episodes. So I've had a few experiences growing up. I don't know what I saw. I like to rationalize it and chalk it up to just having night terrors, you know, like sleep paralysis, that kind of stuff. But I don't know, you know, uh, you know, cousin Primo slept in a tub because something was grabbing his feet. So whether it's real or not, it's real enough. You know what I'm saying? So I hope you dig this episode. Make sure you follow us on social media. You can find my cousin Primo on Instagram under the name the underscore real underscore cousin Primo. You can also find my cousin Dan on Instagram under the name Dantastic Sizzler. You can find me, Edgar Otraves, under the name Edgar Otraves. And you can follow the show under the name The Flow Roll. And we're all on Instagram. Follow us there. That's where we post the most. It's Halloween, people. So make sure you like, subscribe, comment, and share wherever you get your podcasts at. Or El Cucuy will come and get you. That's my spiel for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Behave yourselves. Laters. Laters.